0: This is the Small Queendom Podcast, Episode 2. to this podcast today because it's actually an interview featuring my very best friend Spring Eastep. And coincidentally, she's actually my business partner as well. Spring and her husband Keith live in Northeast Tennessee with their two awesome kids. They work together out of their home and are actually Blue Diamonds in doTERRA. Spring has become such a treasured friend voice of reason, wise older sister in my life. And throughout the years, we've gone through a lot of good times and a lot of hard times in life and have been able to walk through those situations with each other. And one thing I think that's funny about this conversation is this is the third time we talked to each other that day. This time, I pretty much just press record instead of jabbering on. And we actually, I'm sure, talked another couple times that evening. That's just how we roll. Now, when it comes to spring and this idea of creating community, she has what I like to call unconscious competence. Now, let me explain what that means. So in leadership, there are four stages of competence. So um, the first stage is unconscious incompetence. That would be like my little baby boy trying to sing along to a song. Now he's not verbal at all. He just can say mama, papa, and he can kind of, you know, make baby sounds. But he tries to sing along to a song and it's hilarious and awesome. But he doesn't even know what he doesn't know about singing. And that's Unconscious incompetence. The next level is called conscious incompetence. Now, that might be me attempting to play the guitar. I know that I'm not so good at the guitar, but I'm trying anyway, but I'm very aware that things aren't strumming as great as maybe my husband playing the guitar, who's actually really awesome at it. Okay, the third level is called conscious Competence. Now, a conscious competence might be for, I would say, the average person who cooks in their home. Uh, They can cook a, a decent meal, put some flavors together, get something on the table, but maybe they're actually having to think about it, they're having to follow a recipe. They're competent, but they're actually having to pay attention to about it. And then that fourth level is that unconscious competence. This is like riding a bike, or drive in a car, you know, you don't have to think about turning on your blinker or flipping your headlights on when it gets dark. It's just, you know, it becomes a muscle memory. It almost becomes a reflex that you don't even realize you're doing. Well, to bring this back around to spring, spring is unconsciously competent at creating a beautiful community in her life and loving on people and bringing them around her family and her home and just being there for folks especially when they're going through some kind of hard time or transition so i hope that you take a little nugget or two from my conversation with spring and that you were able to incorporate it into the ebb and flow of your family's life and let's just see what kind of community you can create in the midst of it Hey, Spring! Thank you so much for being on my podcast. You are officially my first guest on the Scalloping Woohoo! Podcast. Woohoo! How's it going, girl? Good, good. Your hair looks awesome. I know you just got back from the salon. I did, I did. A more now, this summer. it seems like every time we go anywhere together, people are always talking to you about <laughs> your hair. What's that about?
1: <laughs> because it stands straight up on its end. I don't know. I don't know. It's a conversation starter, so I think I'm just gonna go with it forever.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, totally, totally. So, are both of the kids at camp this week?
1: They are. They are. They're both doing camp. It's not vacation Bible school. It's camp.
0: <laughs> are they doing uh, music and arts and things, or what? What kind of classes are they taking?
1: So, Amryn's doing the typical ten-year-old girl stuff—glitter girls and drama and hip hop—and Rylan's helping because he's 13, you know?
0: Oh man, love that. Well, at mm-hmm. least you get a little bit of uh, peace and quiet in the mornings uh, for a couple days, huh? Yes. So Spring and I go way back, well, not too way back, but a few a few years. We've been working pretty closely together for a while. And um, I know one thing that you've been working on Spring is we have a big trip to Guatemala that we're yes. planning awesome service trip. And, you know, at the time of this recording, um, we received news that there is a significant volcanic eruption happening down there. Um, Have you been keeping up with that?
1: I have. It's actually happening right in the area where we were and where we will actually be working in October. But the eruption and the ash spew all happened to the backside of the volcano. Mm -hmm. So it isn't really affecting the the people on the side where we, we are familiar, but they are getting a lot of ash coming down. So yeah, it's one of those things where we you we were just there, you know, we didn't even think about the possibility of an eruption, even though the volcano was smoking the whole time. So whatever it was, about.
0: it was really smoking the whole it time. It always smokes.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh.
0: So, well, just so everyone knows, do you want to briefly talk about what we're going to be doing in October down there?
1: Yeah. So October uh, 21st to 27th, we are taking a group of 25 people to um, Guatemala City, Guatemala, and we're going to be working just outside of the city in a couple of areas, uh, installing stoves in some of the homes there. So our goal is to um, pay for 30 stoves and we'll install as many as we can. So we would like to install all 30, but if we can't get those installed, um, there will be a team that will be able to do that once we're gone. But the stove is really a, a great thing for these homes because most of the homes there, they cook with an open fire inside of their home. So it really causes the smoke in the home from the fire. It causes a lot of health issues long-term health issues because they're inhaling smoke. So it's kind of like living in a coal mine. Um, So with us being able to install these stoves, $130 radically changes their life and their health um, just by switching out something so simple. So that's what we're going to be doing. We're also going to be doing some little mini first aid clinics in the village, teaching the mamas how to Um, better their health and kind of take control of minor health needs with their children by using essential oils. So that's what we're going to do.
0: Oh man, I love that. You know, and I just think about these people that really don't have, they really truly don't have a lot, but they do the best Mm -hmm. of what they can. And now this volcano is causing a lot of chaos.
1: So sad. So I'm kind
0: bad. of, I'm kind of grateful that we are planning, already planning a trip to go down there and kind of help that situation a little bit. Yes. So yeah. that is going to be totally awesome. And um, yeah, that's going to be awesome. So, you know, just to kind of segue a little bit, we've known each other for a while and I was trying to think of some of my favorite memories of you. And when I think <laughs> about you, like What in the world is this force that is spring east up? It's just this force of life and laughter and sassiness. And I was thinking about one of my favorite memories. We've been on several vacations together. And a few years ago, I don't know if it was when we were in Jamaica or Dominican Republic together. I just remember heading down to the pool. This is one of my favorite memories of you. (laughs) I was heading down to the pool and I round the corner and an area of the pool opened up and there's all these people and there was music going on and it was like a party. I was like, is this someone's birthday? It was (laughs) no one's birthday. And I, I I look and there's this circle of, of people on floaties and smack dab in the middle of it all is you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We were having a party. (laughs) Yeah.
0: no one's birthday needed. No. There you were, you had your floaty on, you had your sun hat, you had your caparina, your yes. your uh, refreshing drink. And you were just in the middle of all of these people. But the thing is with you, like, that is not uncommon to see anywhere we go. You find the people. And, you know, I have to say, girlfriend, like, Is this normal? Have you always done this? It just seems like you always are meeting someone. You never know a stranger. They want to talk to you about their hair, your hair, their job, your job, everything. Has this been your life, your whole life?
1: Um, I think that's so funny because, (laughs) you know, I don't ever realize that those things are happening.
0: (laughs) It's not normal. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, I just don't realize that that happens until after the fact, when somebody like you says like, what in the world? I thought there was a party and it wasn't, it was just you guys all hanging out and it sounded like a party. But I think that looking back on my life, I have always been drawn to people um, and not any specific like status quo, you know, it's like, it's like, there's always like a a smorgasbord of people. It's kind of like the buffet line of all the different people that I'm drawn to. And I feel like I'm very comfortable with. And so I, I can remember times like in my high school years and early adult years, like just always wanting to get people together and have parties and And I remember a long time ago, one of my friends said, I can never do that. I can never be one that wants to just party. And I don't even know that it's a party spirit. It's just, I love the energy that people bring to the table when they're together. And I love to connect people. You know, I love like finding out what I can about somebody and like, oh, you do this. Well, guess what? This person over here that you don't know, they need you in their (laughs) life. So I get a lot of, um, energy off of other people and their situations and who they are and what they know. So yeah, that's, it's just always been a part of who I am, I guess.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, it is, it is awesome to be, you know, in relationship with someone like you because you do connect people. I think you kind I would like to say like community kind of follows you or maybe you just without even Thinking about it, you bring people into community. Maybe you are community. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I love community. I think it is so vital to who we are as humans that we need to have community in our lives. And I think that so many people are lacking With that connection and that belonging, and that feeling of like, oh, these are my people, this is my tribe. So, I always, and maybe that's more of what it is, is where I feel that need in people. And when I talk to them, I'm like, oh, well, we're going to bring you in, no matter your race, no matter your political choices or your sexual preferences or whatever it is. Just come on, we're going to love on you, we're going to plug you in because it's so needed, especially in this era where everything is so digital. And it's so disconnected by media, by social media, by everything being, you know, right in the palm of our hand and us always looking down. People are so disconnected. So community is something that I feel very passionate about creating in all the spaces of my life and my family's life.
0: Absolutely, you know, it's not just when we go places together, you know, I'll be at your house for maybe a couple hours and, when I arrive, someone's there, they will leave. I'll be there. You'll get multiple phone calls and then someone else is coming in the door as I'm leaving. And you're like, Oh, I just met my new neighbor and you're always telling me about someone new that you have met. And, you know, like, do you find that, that a lot of people, they, their default is isolation. Absolutely. Why do you think that is?
1: Cause it's easy. I think that it's easy. And I think that, um, things are easy in life you get comfortable with easy and i think that there's something to be said for alone time there's something to be said for um reflection time and having time to kind of process download your thoughts for the day or for the week or after a trip um there's that's good but i think that because we are in such a fast-paced lifestyle with a lot of disconnect People just become just that disconnected, and it's really easy to to form um, walls around yourself and make yourself really isolated. But that creates a whole nother need of being of needing to be connected. And I think that for us and for our, for me and for my family, um, we have always just desired to bring people in and have them be a part of us, and not necessarily that. Um, what we're doing is so great. I mean, I can just be making a salad and have, you know, invite people over. It's so funny because I saw somebody recently post something about um, my spouse wanted me to go away for some time away. Does anybody want to come with me? <laughs> <And that's> so <laughs> me. Like if I'm alone for a little while, I'm like, oh, wait, who can I invite over? Wait, I'm fixing dinner. Who wants to come eat with us? And I don't, I don't know that one of the things I've learned is that we have to kind of rein it in, you know, because there are times where we do just need to be our family unit. But um, we have been able to bring so many people into our life who have blessed our life and grown our life and our experiences and who we are as people because we are just open to um, them being around us whenever. And I, I love what we do with our jobs as far as um, the free time that we've been able to create for ourselves because we are able to fill needs in people's life whenever they have them. So if somebody has something going on because they are a part of our community, because they know who we are and they're in our life, um, they can call anytime, eight o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock at night, the middle of the night, whatever, and say, we need you and we can just stop whatever we're doing and go to them. And I think that that is valuable because people don't have that in general in life. And we've kind of moved through all these generations of people you know in the early 1900s you know early 20th century people they were community they were family and they were Mm -hmm. neighborhoods and they were close-knit and as we've gotten more developed we've also quit talking to people and quit having relationship and quit having community and it's it's such a need that people have I don't even think people realize how much they need it until they're around it and then they're like oh this is a void in my life. I need that. So that's what we just try to create. But it's because we do it so much. I think it's just like second nature, you know, like we don't even think, think about us doing it and it just happens. And I started reading the book. Um, Everybody always thanks to your recommendation. It's so um, good.
0: If you um, have not read Bob, Bob Goff's book, read it's it. It's so good
1: by Bob Goff. It's great. Um, I'm actually listening to it, not reading it, listening to it on audible. Um, but he's
0: reading his own book. So it's amazing.
1: It's so good, but I, I could really relate to it because he is a community person too. And a lot of the stuff that he said that he is doing or has done, like I'm doing that too in my own life and didn't even realize it. But he says like, I'm always available. I want to always be available. I want to always be able to answer my phone for people. I don't want to send people to voicemail. And, and that's how I feel like we can really connect and create community with people is by being always available with enough boundaries for you to have good relationship with your spouse, with your children, but your life is so big, right? We have a lot of space in our life. We have a lot of space. So Feeling like the only people that you can handle are right in front of you, it really shuts you off to bigger and better and greater things that you can do as far as how you can serve and bless others. If you're just feeling overwhelmed with what you've got going on, maybe you need to cut out some things in your life so it frees you up so that you can build community in other areas.
0: Absolutely! Oh my gosh, so many good things that you just said there. Going to kind of um, back up a little bit so. You know, when we talked a little bit about isolation and how, how it's easy to not show up mm-hmm. and, you know, I think that when I look at times in my life where, you know, I have two young children, I've been sleep deprived for years at this point, sometimes I don't want to show up. And I mm-hmm. think it's because when you show up, you either one, have to be the real you, which sometimes takes bravery mm-hmm. or two, you have to fake it and no one likes to fake it. Right. Would you say that's probably true for a lot of
1: people? Oh, absolutely. And and you know what? There's lots of times that I've had to fake it. Like, <laughs> fake it and fake it. But like, nobody really knows you're faking it because you're faking it, right? Like, so, <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> but I've had to do that. I've had to just show up. And, you know. And sometimes it's, you need to. You know, it's yeah. a moment,
0: a moment of calling where that person that you're showing up for is needing that investment of love, you know, is needing that investment of time. And I feel like, you know, if you, if you think about it as a resource, like your love, your attention, your community as an investment, like as a, as a resource, like that comes back to you. I'm sure that you probably don't even realize, like if you and Keith had a need and you put out the word, I would, I would think that there would be untold numbers of people that would be at your door.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I think, I don't think I've ever really like thought about it like that. Like, oh, cause I don't, I guess we just don't like keep track. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's not something that we keep track of, but I mean, that's what people do. That's what they should do. And I think about all of the hate in the world and the people who are misunderstood and they just feel like they have everybody against them. I sometimes wonder if it's because they are so severely lacking of a place to belong, of a community where they just don't, people just don't get them or maybe they're scared of them or nobody's ever just maybe had to fake it to just be there for them and just love on them. And it causes a ripple effect in society. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so I think like with my kids and raising two kiddos, um, I see it all the time with their friends, like as young as they are 13 and 10, um, their friends are being raised in a society where they just don't belong, you know, Mm -hmm. with the bullying and the, 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 tough stuff that kids have to deal with. So I think if we can just constantly just, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's, you know, not easy, we just have to make ourselves include others, go above and beyond to serve others and put our phones down and turn the TV off and go outside. And I have this um, poster actually hanging here in my office and it says how to build community. I don't know, have you ever seen this?
0: I have seen it in your office. It's awesome. I love so it. I love it. But go ahead it says, and read it.
1: Turn off it says how to build community. Turn off your TV, leave your house, know your neighbors. Look up when you're walking, greet people, sit on your stoop, plant flowers, use your library, play together, buy from local merchants, share what you have, help a lost dog, take children to the park, garden together, support neighborhood schools, fix it even if you didn't break it, have potlucks, honor elders, pick up litter, read stories aloud, dance in the street, talk to the mail carrier, listen to the birds, put up a swing, help carry something heavy, barter for your goods. Start a tradition, ask a question, hire young people for odd jobs, organize a block party, Um, bake extras and share, ask for help when you need it, open your shades, hello, open your blinds people, right? Like (laughs) let people look into your house, what in the world? Sing together, share your skills, take back the night, turn up the music, turn down the music, listen before you react to anger. Mm. uh, Mediate a conflict, seek to understand, learn from new and uncomfortable angles, and know that no one is silent, though many are not heard, work to change it. I love that.
0: That is so beautiful. It's
1: like the motto of my life.
0: It really is. (laughs) (laughs) Love it.
1: I'm I mean, tattoo you. it would be so big, but actually, I a tattoo it would be like my whole backside, all <laughs> the way down to my No, back. it could be a whole.
0: It could be a whole sleeve.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it, but not that much. No, just kidding.
0: Oh my gosh, that is so. That is so good. That is so good, and I think why that is powerful is because all of it is little. None of it is anything that's big. Like talk to your postal carrier. You know, yes, like I
1: love to talk to my mail carrier.
0: Absolutely. Me too. Open up your blinds. You know, it's, just, people. it's almost like these nudges, like almost like creating a community or, you know, like on my podcast, creating a queendom is almost like all of these little, these little pieces of delight. Yes. These, these little Turkish surprises. Delight. That's right. You're just having Turkish delight all day, all day
1: all in day your night. environment. But, you know, I think the balance to that is that you, because all of this takes work, right? And so we easily become emotionally zapped.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. You have to find your things that cause you to refuel, you know, because it's great to build community and it's great to have a lot of relationships, but if, especially if you're somebody who this is not natural for, um, it can drain you really quickly Mm -hmm. where you're like, Ooh, Mm -hmm. I hate people, Mm -hmm. you know, like. Not only do I not want to build community, I actually hate everybody because they're (laughs) killing me. That's not good either. So you have to do the things that come easy for you and maybe are a little bit uncomfortable, but then also find ways for you to recharge. Like if you're an introvert, then go be an introvert and say like one day a week, I'm going to push myself outside of my box and I'm going to go talk to my neighbors and maybe, you know, take some extra cookies to them or whatever but little things like that go a long way. And and we're not saying for everybody that this is, you know, for everybody, but it's a ripple effect that that sparks change, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I've heard it described. I think um, I can't remember the original person, but it was someone that Brene Brown had um a relationship with. She described it as we're it's not just an exhalation. We have to inhale. It's an inhalation and an exhalation.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So
0: you have to find out what that is. Well, yes. that's a great great segue. What is that for you? What does that inhale look like for you?
1: Oh, that inhale for me is floating in a pool with a little <laughs> beverage. <laughs> it really is. I'm having love, a cabana life. In a big cabana life. It's so funny because like my ex my my inhale is for me to just go take a hot bath in the evenings um or get away to a nice pool somewhere. Um I love the beach. I love water. So anytime I can just do that, like and I can go a year and then I'm like, okay, I've got, I've got to get somewhere where it's tropical and I can just float (laughs) in a pool and it's it recharges me. Like I'm good to go for months and months and months if I can just get a good dose of some sunshine, some friends that don't require a whole lot of emotional energy for me. And that and then I'm good with a fruity beverage.
0: I mean, it's so true. I've absolutely seen that, seeing you do that. You just, you literally are in a pool for days. For days. (laughs) Days. You'll be somewhere for six days and you are there in the pool the whole time.
1: And I only have a suntan on the front side of my body. Yes. It's so great.
0: you cannot be on the small queen of podcast without some kind of game are you For ready you
1: doing your games
0: <laughs> okay love it all right so anyone that knows me knows i love a game so this is not a hard game matter of fact i'm pretty sure you're going to win the question or the, the game title is called would you buy it all right so what i'm going to do is i'm going to describe something that i found that i thought was either hilarious or odd and i want to know spring would you buy this okay <laughs> and full disclosure I wanted to say a couple other things and I was like oh she's already bought that
1: <laughs> I love it. like I love the it.
0: fascia blaster
1: oh you bought it do okay. I use it no but go ahead
0: I bought it too. You forgot to tell me that we had to exercise for it to be of any use. Oh,
1: geez. I ain't doing forget that. that. Thing. No, forget it.
0: Okay, here we go. All right. So the first one, I know you all can't see the pictures, but the first item up for would you buy at spring is an anti-aging jade stone facial roller. A little bit of this description. It's a wand and there's two basically stones on either end, a small and a larger stone. You can put them in a refrigerator to cool it, but here's a little bit of the description. It will cool, tighten, and depuff your face in seconds. Improve circulation, skin tone, lymphatic drainage, a lot, a lot, a lot of Five to ten minutes in your daily ritual, three to four times a week. It's 1997 spring. Would you buy this?
1: Not a chance. (laughs) You know why? Why? Because you have to include it in your daily ritual. Oh my gosh, it takes time. (laughs) I buy it and give it to somebody.
0: Okay. I have to admit that I would buy this. So, okay. (laughs) Oh, you totally would. I totally would. Okay. The second one I don't have pictures for, but you can imagine this. The second one is basically a type of running or yoga pant, but it's called the Zagora high waisted hot pants. Okay. Now listen to this. These pants have a special layer in the fabric. (laughs) They heat up to uh, comfortably increase caloric burn by increasing your energy expenditure when you wear them. Women claim losing from as little as one to two inches in a week's time to dropping down an entire size in pants. This normally retails for $19.99, but spring, you can get the Zagora high-waisted hot pants on sale for $69 on their website. Would you buy this?
1: Oh, every day of the week. Are you kidding me? (laughs) First of all, you sold me a hot pants and then <laughs> I get to just wear them and shrink, give them to me. I'll buy five pair.
0: Absolutely. Okay. I will definitely put the link for those Zagora hot pants in the show notes.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay. Now this one is a doozy. If you could see spring space now, right now it's hilarious. All right. The third item up for bid is the whisk wiper. Now, let me describe this to you. Imagine a normal stainless steel whisk, but then there's a, a, a plastic kind of round device that like, slides on the bottom handle all the way up. Now, listen to the description. Spray, stop torturing yourself trying to clean whisks and get this plastic wedge to do the hard work for you. <laughs> 22 at walmart.com, and you can pick one of these in eight different colors. You can also use it to keep your counter clean. The whisk wiper lifts the loops and, and all of the... Oh, excuse me. You can also use this to keep your counter clean. Whisk wiper lifts the loops and keeps all of the drops off of your counter, and it's made in the USA. Spring, would you buy this and stop torturing yourself from cleaning a whisk?
1: no not a chance it's one more thing to clean <laughs> i'll just wipe my <laughs> camera off <laughs> oh my god no,
0: this idea that it's like squeegeeing the sides of the whisk oh then you gotta clean that dude out 22.99
1: no no
0: all right here we go next i know <laughs> i know the answer to this one by the look on your face the next item is the nexi A medical grade tape designed for use as a temporary way to tighten the wrinkles on your neck. (laughs) Sold. This roll is good for 20 single uses, one inch wide, and the Nexi tape fits most needs. And it has a note, there is a learning curve that may take some time to perfect. That was a little suspect to me. On sale for $15.99 spring, would you buy this?
1: Okay, kidding me? can I use it on my thighs and my arms?
0: <laughs> well, it says that, that one five to six inch piece of this tape will fit most needs.
1: <laughs> Sold.
0: All right, all right. That. I'm going to put these pictures in the show notes so everyone can see what these are. Okay, now the last one, Spring, is what we're going to call a pooch selfie. I picked this one out perfectly for you because Spring is the happy and proud owner of Blossom, a Frenchie. (laughs) And so get this, the pooch selfie. Perfect the dog selfie with this squeaking tennis ball attachment for the top of your phone that helps keep your pup focused on the camera. Y'all, it literally (laughs) is an attachment for your iPhone that a tennis ball is like sitting on top of your phone. And so the idea is, is that your dog looks at the phone while you're trying to take a selfie.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: This product has just short of 365 star reviews on Amazon and it's ninety nine ninety nine. 99. Spring, would you buy this?
1: Leah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like animals. I, I have a dog, but I don't even like them. I don't want to take pictures of them. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. So funny. This is so funny. Okay. So I'm pretty sure out of all of these, you would buy two out of the f- the five. So that's pretty good.
1: Pretty yeah, good. Pretty good.
0: Pretty good. Okay. All right. Awesome. So spring, thanks so much for coming on the small queen of Podcast with me. Um, just a couple more questions to round out the end of the interview. And yeah. I think these are fun ones. Um, very important question. What was the last non-staple item you bought from Target? So something that's not normally on your monthly list. What's something you bought from Target?
1: I bought a, um, a water gun yesterday. Oh, very appropriate. There you go. I had to buy one for my kiddo. I thought for sure you were going to say sheets. No, but I actually did look at towels. <laughs> <laughs> but I did buy it. Have a problem with sheets and towels and rugs?
0: Yes, you do. You do. Okay, you already answered the other one, which was going to be, "What are you listening to or reading?" Everybody yeah. always by Bob Goff.
1: Yeah, I just finished that one, um, and I pulled out again the "You Are a Badass" by Jensen Zero. Ooh, good so, one. Going to work through that one more time.
0: Those are great. Okay, and then the final question, because we all know it's what we love. What is your favorite oil right now that you're using?
1: Well, the one I'm using the most like single oil is the neroli touch. I love that. I can't get mm. enough of neroli, but I'm also using the, um, the blend one. Mm-hmm. I love it because it has vetiver and it's got cardamom and Melissa in it. And it's really just, I, I love the, the scent so much. So I'm using a lot of that and neroli. So kind of like a, a two banger right now.
0: Awesome. Yeah. It's so easy to roll them on and go.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Those those calm oils. Yep. I roll on, um, my neroli a lot as well. Love to keep that one nearby.
1: Oh yes. Me too.
0: Oh man. Thanks so much for being on here spring. This has been so much fun.
1: Thanks so much for having me girl.
0: Okay. We'll have to have you back soon. Okay. That's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us. I would absolutely love if you would press the subscribe button. Every Monday, I am going to be putting out a new episode of the podcast and I would love for you to be part of the conversation. You can click on the link below in your show notes and it will take you to the post that I have on my website with all of the things that we mentioned and any links that you know might be important for you. Also, while you're at my website, if you are listening to this in June of 2018, I have a fun little giveaway happening, and I think it would be great if you would go over there and enter to win. I'm giving away a few fun things, and if you're listening to this in the future, hi, into the future, check back on my website because I will probably have another giveaway going on. I love to give things away. It's so fun for me. And while you are at it, if you like what I'm doing here on the Small Communion Podcast, I would be so ever-loving and grateful and send all sorts of imaginary brownie points your way. If you give me a rating and also a review, this truly helps me. Get attention in the search engine world of the podcast and and get up there when people are trying to find a new podcast. And I would love to draw them into my community here. So I love you all. Have an awesome, awesome week. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye.